and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG Podcast. This is podcast episode 71. Hosting it today is myself, Geminator, and with me as always, pushing the buttons, is Ash Cohen 09. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all, thank you. Maybe not the not the nicest of days for you, but we'll come on to why shortly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and no, it's not because Arsenal have, have gone out under the cup competition or, or be beaten by a, a, a promotional rival or anything like that. Um, in terms of our guest today, um, we have got the ever-present, ever-faithful Riverman. Hello, River, and thank you for coming on again. Evening, Jam. Yeah, glad to be here. Although, uh, obviously, could do with some new voices, but I'm the good old faithful, I suppose, aren't I? <laughs> Absolutely. And again, I think, um, you know, again, it's... I guess maybe address it straight away. It is frustrating that we don't get more people come on. I think, again, Marcus is at it himself. We've all talked about it. It's one of those things that we can say we've got on our site, which not a lot of other sites have. You know, we have a podcast that goes out across multiple channels and, and medias. And, you know, Ash talked about it before, you know, and we did the, the celebration podcast that we've been heard in X amount of different countries and all that sort of stuff. So, I think, you know, again, going forward, rather than putting it at the end of the episode this time, you know, if you do want to get involved, guys, please do just let us know. Um, again, especially going into the next season as well. Um, I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. Uh, on to what we're discussing today, though. Uh, we're going to go through, obviously, wrapping up the divisions. So we're going to talk about the Prem, Championship and League One. In between those, we'll have a golf segment and COD segment as well. We're then going to discuss the new format for the start of the next season, talking about the draft format and any... Um, any potential players we're looking at for next season. And then we're going to round off by the end of season awards as well, um, given out by the podcast. So look forward to that. Uh, but right, the only place to start, boys, is the Prem. Um, I mean, first of all, before we come on to yourself, Ash, big congratulations are in order for Paul Those, who has won the Prem. I mean, to be fair, I, I did not see that coming. And I tipped him as a, as a dark horse, but maybe to finish top four, you know, when you look at how stacked that division was at the start of the season, you know, Brian, Ben, AJ Cooper, Sweaty, Berger, Jaxi, etc. You know, there was, it was, it was a ridiculous division. So the fact that he's won that division, I mean, fair, fair play. Um, yes, he's played a lot of FIFA, but then Sofa and Sati have, you know, so it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, going to win the division. So I think um, congratulations in order. And I'm guessing you, you would agree, River. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you said, who saw that coming? That looked like, and it is the most stacked Premier Division I think we've ever had. So, uh, I don't no disrespect to Paul, but I don't think anyone saw him winning that. He had a good season last year, I think, if I remember rightly. But to go and win that division, yeah, cracking achievement. Yeah, it really is. And again, I think when you look at some of the... <sighs> I think some of the people that he's, you know, he's finished above. I mean, obviously, of course, he's finished above everybody because he's the top of the league. But what I mean is, again, if you go through those names of the people in that division, um, even the likes of Mark and Sean and, you know, people that did really well last season, he's really sort of managed to drive out of the pack. And, and you know, he's got the best um, goal difference, you know, conceded uh, the least amount of goals in the division, um, which, again, obviously maybe has been part of the... Uh, Part of the reason he's he's, he's wonder thing. Um, so yeah, fair play, um, Ash. Obviously, you'll have played him this season. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, of his achievements overall? Yeah, I mean, uh, well deserved. Obviously, you know he, he has won it, and he's uh, I mean he's won seventeen games out of the uh, out of the twenty six, which uh, you know he, he's also taken a couple of draws and um, you know the least amount of losses in that division. So it, it's a big shock. I mean, I had him sort of mid table. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's nice, 
it's nice to see someone else other than Jaxi or Berger win the league. Um, so, yeah, it, it, a big congratulations and uh, well, well deserved. For sure. I mean, again, I think the um, the good, the funny thing is when you look at his uh, his squad building, and um, we'll come on to this towards the end of the podcast, but his squad building has been phenomenal as well. He's really identified players that he wants and gone and got them and, and you know, not really compromised on, on his squad at all throughout the season. Um, again, I guess sort of looking sort of ever so slightly down the table, honourable mentions. If if you'd have, it's, it's like almost like a Leicester situation. If you'd have said that the top four would have had suited Bry. Paul and Bunsey. I think everybody would have had probably Brian in there, but I don't think anybody would have had the other three in the top four, would they? When you've got Jaxi, Berger, you know, all these other people in there. So, you know, honourable mentions to Suited and Bunsey to finish um, third and fourth, respectively, is is phenomenal. Um, you know, you, you've seen that Bunsey, obviously, you know, Isak's doing the business for him again, you know, 52 goals this season in the, um, in the Prem. Um, you know, and again, considering he was, you know, he was, he got promoted, didn't he, last <laughs> in this season, you know, from the championship, I believe. So yeah. he's done really, really well. Um, and again, I know some people said that him and Suited were dark courses too, but for me, those three, Paul Suited and Bunsey, amazing achievement. Um, River, I know you obviously, you, uh, you're you quite close to Bunsey. Um, God, don't say I, stuff like that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I assume he's he's quite happy with that. Oh, I'd have thought so, yeah. I mean, he's over the years, he's given me abuse for being a one-man team when I've uh, scored a lot of goals with one player. So I think I can give that back to him now, really, can't I? Um, <laughs> uh, basically, just cheesed Isaac uh, all FIFA, hasn't he? Mm. But, yeah, jo- joking aside, that's a that's a great achievement. Buncey's a good player. Buncey's finished near the top of Premier Divisions before. It was a surprise he ended up down in the... Uh, in the championship, so he's a good player. But yeah, if you'd have said to me, "Is he going to finish in the top four at the start of the season?" I'd have said no. I wouldn't have had him getting relegated. I don't think. But I'd have. Um, I don't think I'd have had him top four. So yeah, he's done well. I mean, just um, before we uh, before we move on to the sort of darker side of the prem and and the people who have done poorly, um, Ash just an honourable mention for Welzer as well. He's yeah. I think he's finished eighth overall, I believe, yeah. or potentially will finish eighth or ninth. He's definitely safe anyway. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll be bowing out of FIFA until he gets a new console or a new game. Um, so again, really really good achievement for him as well. Uh, absolutely. Um, I mean, he, he's got Jaxie just below him with uh, one point with two games in hand. So. Um, you'd probably expect Jaxie to over over uh, you know overlap him, but um, yeah, no, it's a great it's a great achievement because some people had him to go down, um, you know, automatically, like myself included mm. in that pack. So um, yeah, me me as well, I think. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it, it's a great achievement, and um, he'll be he can be happy with that. Mm. Um, right, boys, we're going to move on to um, the, the other side of the coin in terms of the Prem and the people who have, have underperformed based on where we would assume they would finish. So I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up, um, coming to a nice crescendo in fifth place. Um, but uh, in terms of Plunkett, I mean, again, I don't think he's underperformed by any means. Um, 18 points in that division. And this is, you know, it's going to come, come across as patronising, but it's really not. 18 points in that division, when we when how, you see how stacked it is, is a really, really good achievement. Um, and potentially in other divisions, 18 points, you know, would have would have seen you in the relegation playoff rather than automatically relegated. So fair play to Plunkett. He's, he's done well this season, but obviously not quite well enough to, to stay in the division. Um, Ash, I think, you know, yourself, I, I wouldn't really say you've underachieved. Again, I think 
Well, well maybe maybe you no, you give me the appraisal of your season. I personally wouldn't say you've underachieved based um, on the people in the division, but like, no. what do you think? I mean, I, I said at the start of the season that if I'd managed to stay up, it would have been a very, very good season. Um, and mm. unfortunately, it's just not happened. Um, I've had the worst defensive record all season um, in the Prem. Uh, no one's conceded more goals than I have, and I think I've got maybe the fair, third or fourth uh, worst goal scored. So it's just it's not happened, and um, I, I'm not going to put it down to end of uh, end of FIFA um, because it, it's not. It's just um, I've been outclassed and outplayed in many of the games this season. I've tried a couple of things um, throughout, um, which hasn't really worked. So yeah, I, I can't really have any complaints. Um, obviously, it's disappointing to go down, but yeah, there's there's no complaints from me. Mm. And obviously, the fact that you're down means that Mark and I believe Sean will be going into a, uh, a playoff yes. um, to decide who's going to uh, who's going to be staying up in that division. Um, moving up the division um, again, we have to we have to point out there's two other people I want to point out in terms of underperformance. Jaxi is the first one. I mean, again, River, I don't want to. I don't want to just sort of go down the route of giving him an easy ride um, because it one because he's not burger and, and, and two, because, you know, he's got quite a poor squad, which is often the, the get out when it comes to Jaxi. Um, you know, he doesn't have time to get on for a lot of events, etc. There and head to heads, therefore doesn't, um, doesn't have the best squad. But that being said, you know, he started the division absolutely stinking the place out. I think he was bottom of the league for about three or four weeks. Um, Finally managed to, um, to to get himself into you know out of the relegation playoffs and out of the the um, the sort of bottom three or four or five places. But you know he's finished up sort of ninth, eighth at best. It's it's not been a good season for the the Nottingham Forest fan, has it? Well, no, and um, I think as you say, poor squad. Yeah, but he's won the league with the poor squad, so uh, I don't think you can use that as an excuse. If he'd always had a really good squad and then managed to completely ride <laughs> Jones and lose all his players mm. uh, then you could say that would be the reason why but he's never had a good squad and he's won the league so yeah compared to previous performances from him that's a, that's an absolute shocker this season mm. I think the, the only reason I would say about the squad is because I think this season more than any because it has been the, the, the final season on this FIFA and with this this set of players is obviously we have got the, the foot players in now really haven't we apart from your, your absolute top echelon you know your Mbappes etc you, you've got very very pacey strong slaggy FIFA players so if Jaxi's got a, you know a, a defence that's made up of 71s 2s 3s 4s he, he will be struggling by default surely yeah, of course. It, uh, the further you go, the more it will make a difference. But uh, how much more slaggy has this season got? The transfer window closed quite early. Yeah, there's been a few 84s, 85s coming that weren't there at the start of the season. But the transfer window closed really early because we've had these double game weeks and everything. So I don't think the squads as a whole are that much more slaggy than last year certainly not to um, warrant the complete drop-off that he's had. And, yeah, defensively, may struggle a bit. But, I mean, when I played Jakesy, when I was in the Prem, I always managed to score a few goals against him. The problem is keeping him out of the other end. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that makes such a big difference with the ratings jump because the slacky players, as you say, are going to be at the other end of the pitch. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, look, well, I think, again, he knows, he by his own admission, he's had a poor season. Um, and again, hopefully if he can get a, a Series X and, and get in the division next season, he'll he'll want to improve that for sure. Um, and everybody will have Levin, uh, level pegging field in terms of the uh, the squads. Um, boys, the, the one we have to come to and we finish up on, um, my mate and yours, uh, anybody but Berger, um, has finished fifth. So he's finished outside of the top four for the first time ever. Outside of the top two, probably, based on his, his performances ever. Um, I mean, what's, what's gone wrong for Berger this season, Ash? You know, he's got Haaland. He, he had a, an amazing yeah. squad. Is it just simply um, he's, he's bottled it? Is he, you know? Well, it's inconsistency. Uh, I mean, you look at his record, he's he's lost nine games um, this season, and that's, that's quite unheard for him. Um, I mean, you just look at his last five games, he's won three and lost two. Win, loss, mm. win, loss, win. Um, and that sums up why why he is where he is. Um, yeah, it's it's inconsistency. It's nothing more. I mean, what's what's um, what's quite funny, River, is that he always preaches in parties. I don't know if you've heard this yourself. He always preaches in parties. Just get three points. Get three points out of the game week. Um, and you know, as a, you know, you're not going to be far off. Well, actually, if you look at the results, he's got three points out of each game week by default on average because he's got 13 out of 26. He's he's got wins. However, ordinarily you wouldn't see Berger doing the the other bit, which Ash alluded to, which is the nine losses. Now, in in that situation, there maybe has he got his mentality wrong? I mean, yeah, it served him well before, but he's never maybe had a, a stacked division quite like this to deal with. Um, do we think maybe there's a bit of a mentality problem there? Um, no, I don't. I, I mean, I have heard him say that, but I don't think it's quite as you put it, he just says get three points out of every game week because three points out of every game week just isn't going to get you very far in the long run. It'll keep you clear of relegation. It'll be, it'll keep you stuck in mid-table somewhere. I mean, what, there's 13 game weeks, isn't there? So it'd be 39 points. So 39 points would have you sitting in seventh, bang on in mid-table pretty much, looking at the Prem. So I don't think when he says, I'll get three points out of a game week, he literally means win one, lose one every week because that won't win you the league. But I think what he's trying, what he means is as long as I get at least three points out of every game week, I think I will pick up points against others. I might take three points against somebody like Jaxie, who would be challenging at the top of the league, or th- this year, like Brian and Paul, etc. I'll take three against them. As long as I don't get beat twice by them, or only pick up one point, I'll take my three there, because I think I'm going to get six against um, no offence to these people, the Plunkets, um, Ash, who've got relegated, he'll be wanting six points off of those people and make sure he always gets three off of all the others as well, not mm. averaging three. Yeah. Well, again, that's fair enough, isn't it? I just, For me, I just think, um, again, this season has been very poor by his standards. And again, I'm sure he'll admit that as well. Ultimately, you look, you know what, he's three points off being third. Um, you know, if he turns a couple of those draws that he's got into uh, into wins it'd be it'd be more up there but for me yeah not a, not a good season by his standards really boys the championship um so river me and you are in the championship so we can give a first hand account of what's been happening in this division this season um pretty much all sewn up now just waiting for lost boy and wardy to play their game the deadline is today as we record um and that will just decide whether or not wardy or bry will be taking the last playoff spot but um 
again, if we do the same sort of thing we did with the Prem, if we talk about the the sort of the the good side of things and and the bad side of things, um, I mean, there's no real shocks, River, that that Leon is is top by by some way, is there? Uh, no, I think he's done incredibly well winning both the Premiership and the Champ. Oh, sorry, Paul. Um... <laughs> uh, no, look, on, and he won honestly... the League Cup as well. He's got the, he's got the treble. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, on, on a serious note, I mean, I, I said it at the time. Uh, it, uh, I don't know why Leon got put in the Championship. Yeah, we had a dropout, and it kept the numbers as they were at the start of the season, but. Uh, it made a bit of a mockery of the division in my mind because the rest of it, if you look at it, is people are pretty close. Mm. He's just gone absolutely batshit crazy through that division. I know you actually beat him, didn't you, in the final? <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Well, funny you mentioned that. <laughs> funny you mentioned that, River. The, uh, the only person to, uh, to draw blood. Yeah. The only person to draw yeah. blood from the mighty Thanos was uh, was myself. <laughs> quite, quite simply, far, far too good to be in the championship. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what else to say on that. It's too, too good to be in the division, in my opinion, shouldn't have been in the division and has absolutely run away with it. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough, isn't it? To be to, to be honest, when you when you look at it, he's um, yeah, he's he's blown everybody away. Um, I think again, it, I had some stick in the shout box because yeah, I beat him four three in the first game, but I think the second game he beat me seven one. Um, so you know, again, it's it swings and roundabouts. But look, fair play to him. You know, he's always courteous in in victory um, as well, which I guess you would be. Why wouldn't you be when you when you play FIFA that well? Um, but yeah, I'm sure he didn't ask to be get put in the championship. So, um, so it's fair enough, and it's up to him. But he's dip, he's dipping out now, isn't he? Next season. I mean, I mean who would it's... ask to be put in the championship when they're actually like, <laughs> relegated or anything like that? A little bit different. I think Leon might just be a touch better than me. But you know, again, I'm happy to be grouped into that um, that quality of player. That's not a problem. Um, moving on from Leon, and like you say, we'll, we'll sort of attack the rest of the championship because for the most part, like you say, it's quite it's quite straightforward actually isn't it and quite grouped together I think if you'd have told me the top four would have been me you Aaron and Sofa based on my predictions I actually would have said that's about bang on um I think I had you and Sofa finishing sort of third and fourth and me and Aaron finishing you know one and two um yeah it's not materialized quite in that order but um it doesn't surprise me when you look at the rest of the division that, that sort of where the the chasing pack really, um, and then you know the, the, you said about the grouping and the how, how close the people are. It does sort of drop off after that, and that sixth playoff spot. I mean, anybody could down to Raz could have had it towards the end, couldn't they? Yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, that that race to the final place, as you say, the uh, take Leon out of it, obviously, and then. You've got. I say we know that we're playing each other in the playoff semi-final because we settled in those positions. And Sofa will play. Is it Asa Wardy or Bry, isn't it? Yes. Um, but when you take out, as you say, that top five, if you include Leon, it then does does drop a bit into being that final place between uh, Sofa. Uh, sorry, not Sofa. Uh, Wardy, Bry, Bertie was around there for a bit previously and um uh, that final place could have gone to a fair few players if if you like um uh, it'd be interesting to see who gets that but yeah i think there is the bit of the gap there i mean i must say i'm surprised that um that you didn't <laughs> finish i say I, I think everyone had you finishing 
whether before Leon come in top two, so it would have been second yeah. or third with him in there. Uh, so you've just fallen a bit behind Sofa, which means I've got to play you in, in the playoffs. But yeah, the, there's not a huge amount of surprises. I thought Bertie might have done a little bit better. But again, say looking at it, he's only going to miss out on the playoffs potentially by three or four points, depending on what happens in mm. Wardy's final game. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's funny you say that about myself again, Aaron. It's been a lot more consistent than me. You know, I dropped points to um, uh, to Raz. I dropped points to Bry. I dropped points to Bertie, I believe, as well. I think Bertie either beat me in two games or 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 we maybe I took one point off him or something. So, again, for me, it's been um, it's been quite challenging actually. But again, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the championship. I don't really want to be in the championship next season, which I probably will be in Division Two. But again, we'll talk about that later on. Um, but uh, but no, it's it's been okay. Um, Ash, in, in terms of sort of looking looking down at your new home or your future new home, yeah, um, of, the, of the championship. Um, <laughs> in terms of who's had a disappointing season, I mean, would you say again the standout? And I don't want to sort of say it because again, he he seems to sort of bounce around a lot, similar to sort of Paul O's and Mark before. Mm. But would you say that you're disappointed that Jeff maybe hasn't done more, or or maybe even Soggy? Yeah, I mean, Jeff. Jeff's another character that has sort of, as you said, bounces about. I think at ninth, you know, at the start of the season, if I looked at that division, I wouldn't have had him in the sort of top four, top five, because I don't think he's consistent enough. But then I wouldn't have had him in that sort of bottom four, bottom five either. Um, so mm. maybe those sort of seventh, eighth, ninth positions for him um, is where where he's at at the moment. Um, you know, I mean, he's just looking at his record. He's won 10, lost 14, draw two. So again, we sort of talked about consistency. Um, you know, it's sort of three points a game almost. Um, so no, I don't think there can be any surprises. I mean, Rivers just hit the nail on the head earlier about the uh, if you take Leon out of the equation, how close it was in terms of the points, and especially around the playoffs. I mean, just looking Wardy, it, you know, it could have been anyone down from Wardy down to Raz, um, mm. you know. So that it it could have it really could have gone any way, um, and it's going to be interesting to see, especially with the playoffs. Um, Obviously, out yourself and River, and then Sofa. I, I mean, Sofa's an interesting one to watch. I, I personally would like to see Sofa in the top division um, and, and see what he does. So, uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens it's, in the play. It's funny because recently, Sofa's... I don't know about you, River, if, you, if you've played him in any friendlies, but Sofa's had my number when it comes to friendlies. I beat him the other day, but otherwise he's been he's been doing me over in, in most games. Um I kind of want a situation where whoever out of me and you that wins our playoff sort of sofa needs to be playing Bry in my opinion. And that's nothing on Wardy, but Bry with his sort of, you know, his squad that he's amassed, which is, you know, land of the giants, Gulliver's travels esque. I think he can challenge sofa in a way that maybe Wardy can't. Um, and for me, even though Bry's a good player and obviously if he beats sofa, he's done it on merit. I would rather pry, rather play Bry than sofa. I don't know what you think. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say because I haven't been, <laughs> like a lot of people, haven't been playing a lot of FIFA recently. Um, the only time I played Sofa with our Euros teams and he absolutely battered me. Um, I, the league games against him, I won one, lost one, um, and I beat Bry twice. But one of those games in particular was quite farcical the way I won it. So, um, 
you know what? I, I don't think I get past you, Jam, over two legs. I, I've beaten you. We've shared points when we played in the Prem. Both seasons I was in the Prem. I think we split mm-hmm. games, won one, lost one. But I think over two legs, you'll do me. It happened in the league games we played the other day. If that was two-legged games, you'll beat me. So I don't think I'll get past you. If I do, I don't really care who I play, to be honest. Sofa's got the better record, indicates he's the better player uh, and been playing more FIFA. So he would probably be the harder game. But to be honest, I don't really care. I'll play you ever. Fair enough. I mean, uh, before we move on, Ash, we'll just uh, touch on the sort of bottom four. Um, again, I think if you'd have sort of been given a five pound and, and been told to uh, to bet who the bottom four in the championship would be come the end of the season, I don't think you'd have probably bet far off this four, would you? Um, no, most likely not. Um, Satie and Raz in the playoff is an interesting one. Obviously, both mm-hmm. came up from the uh, League One last season. Uh, it means that one of them will be staying up for another season. Um, you know, obviously, the, in that one-off game, uh, form really goes out of the window and uh, it's going to be interesting. I'd like to see... I mean, I said all along, Satie um, had a really, really good season last time around. Hasn't quite hit that this time. Um, and I'd like to see him uh, stay in that division. Obviously, it, you know, I've played Satie many times in the past. I enjoy good games of him, um, as has I have with Raz. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see... It's good to see one of them staying up uh, because, obviously, Tunners came up from League One um, and it's not been a complete washout of the uh, of the League One promotion, guys. I think it's it's funny as well. I mean, just before we move on um, from from the championship, it's funny when we talk about the points difference. And you both touched on it as as well as me in terms of from sixth down to eleventh. There's only a five point deficit. You know, Raz could have easily, with a couple of more wins, if results would have gone his way. You know, he drew seven games. If he'd have won two of those, he'd have been in the playoffs potentially. If he'd have had a better goal difference. Conversely, if you look, he's only five points. You know, there's five points between him and Sati as well. Um, you know, so Raz is actually, you know, his his relegation playoff rival is actually the same distance as the person in the the potential playoff space to go up. So, I mean, again, I guess that's the beauty of the playoff, isn't it? That you know, you you, you try to accumulate as many points to avoid it. But um, it's uh, maybe you'll feel hard done by. I don't know. I think I I probably would. Um, but uh, but yeah, look, we'll uh, we'll we'll leave the championship there. Um, we're going to uh, head over now uh, to the COD segment um, before we move on to League One. So, boys, COD segment. If it's Plunkett, if it's Hilly, whoever it is, take it away. Hi guys, Hilly here with your end of COD season roundup. I say end of season. We've still got one more fixture, but the outcome of the game will not have effect on who wins the title. My butler returns victorious this season. Buncey, Diadex, incredible. Played eight games, won eight games, lost zero. Phenomenal record, been the best by far. Let's look at the rest of the table. Second place, we've got Poe Junkit. Third place, Moving Mad. Fourth place, Ash and Ass. Fifth place, Shoot the Sofa. Sixth place, Sweaty Scouser. Seventh place, Lost in a Storm. Eighth place, Big BT. Ninth place, Hilly's Got Worms. 10th place and the winner of the Wooden Spoon this season, Spare Plates. Well done, everyone. Another incredible season. Let's have a look at the most kills. So again, there's still one more game to play. That is my Butler Returns versus Big BT. So the players might climb the leaderboard. Let's have a look at who it is so far. Top of the tree is the Ash Cohen 09 with 178 kills. Second place, Sofa with 172. 
Buncey on 169, so we might climb to the top, we'll have to see how the last result goes. Fourth place, Sweaty Bananas for you, incredible first season for him with 161 kills. Fifth place, Plunkett with 159, myself in sixth with 151, Tom P down to 127, Paulos on 123, Aaron on 120, Brilly on 116 and Storm on 108. The all-important list of most kills per round and the winners of the 5 mil bonus for this season, again, could still change. Top 5 as it stands, Buncey, the Ash Cohen 09, Sweaty Bananas for you, Sofa and Plunkett. So, same names from the most kills list but in a slightly different order. Boys, it's been a brilliant season. Look out for the stats blog going up live in a few weeks time. Hope you've enjoyed it and hopefully it won't be long until we can start season five. Take care, guys. Okay, thank you very much, lads, and thanks for the COD segment. Um, right, League One, none of us are in League One, uh, probably never will be, but we'll cover it anyway because we are duty-bound to do so. Um, Ash, no great shakes, no great results, that, uh, sorry, shocks that wins his top. I mean, we, we sort of thought he would be. Um, yeah. He only lost one game to, to MJG. Um I think for me, I mean, we'll come on to sort of second and 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 below. But um, I mean, Wince, if again, if you were going to sort of say pick one person who's going to finish in one place this season, it'd either be well, I say you, you've obviously got Andy Brillian last as well, bless him. But <laughs> you've got um, you've got Wince in you know the top division. Sorry, the bottom division. He's always going to finish top, isn't he? Um, yes, or thereabouts. Um, I mean, in the past, we've sort of seen Worm and Payne Wales. Um, those sort of top, sort of top three, top four spaces, uh, both of which have uh, fallen away this season. They've had poor seasons by their standards. Um, so, looking at that division, no, there can't be any surprises with Wince being top. No. I think again, River. When you um, when you look at sort of second down, I mean, again, Storm again, another one who is sort of championship quality ordinarily. Um, decided you know i mean shockingly decided to take a, a dive and go to the division below i don't know who would do that um and he's managed to finish second so fair fair play to him um in terms of that the, the, what i'm interested in though of, of your opinion river is the sort of third to six you know the playoff places again similar to what we talked about in terms of the um or the opposite, I should say, to the bottom four in the championship. If you'd have said to me, pick four people who were going to be in the playoffs, maybe I'd have said Rye Jones, but I wouldn't have said the other three. What, what do you think? Um, I may well have said MJG, to be honest. Um, he's a decent player. Um, so I would probably have put him being in the, the, in the top six. Um, so that's not a surprise to me. Um, I haven't played, I don't think I've even played Tuggy on this FIFA, or if I have, it was very early on, maybe in a cup competition, or a friendly very early on or something, so I've got no idea what Tuggy is like nowadays. Um, Diodex finishing in the top six, yeah, I mean, has Leon been playing his games as well? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that's um, that, that's um, a fantastic result for Al, I mean, fair play to Al, so many times he has been uh, down around Andy um, uh, as the whipping boy and has gone up and finished in the playoffs. So, yeah, absolute credit to him, but you'd never have seen that coming. No, I think that's it. I mean, Diodex has, has had a fantastic season, so so fair play, Al. Um, I mean, again, for me, Tuggy, I think, um, again, when you... I know we had the same um, 
argument with Jaxi in terms of the squads. Um, but if you look at the squads of, of those four players, Diadex maybe aside, because he does do more um, head-to-heads and, and things maybe than the other guys, you know, Tuggy, MJG and Ryan Jones, if these guys actually participated in, in site events, and, and this isn't a dig either, by the way, this is just facts. If, if they participated in the site events and, and maybe did more in the transfer market and, you know, because they had more money, etc. These guys, surely, I mean, they should be, if they're doing that with these squads, they surely should be, be expected more if they could uh, get their hands on better players, you'd think. Uh, Roy probably has had a better squad for half the season. It's just been, he's been losing player after player, hasn't he, the last few weeks because he's gone bankrupt and there's no way of getting the money back. I think he's lost players in the last three game weeks because he's um, yeah. he's, he's gone bankrupt and can't get any money in. So his squad now is probably not a fair reflection of his squad that he's been playing with for most of the season. But I think again, I think for me, even when you look at his squad before the decimation, I do believe that it, you know again, had they have had my, for me, my argument still stands. If they'd have had more time uh, to to invest in playing games and and doing events, which again is not again, I can't stress enough, it's not a criticism. It's just uh, if anything, it's praise because they've obviously done so well this season with actually lesser resource. If they'd have had better players, I think they potentially could be looking at you know mid to mid to low table championship with the, the quality they've shown. Um, Ash, we'll, uh, we'll come to you on uh, the, the bottom of the championship, uh, bottom of the league one, I should say. Yeah. Um, I mean, terrible, terrible performance really from from Worm and Rhino this season. Um, you know, from two people who were sort of up at the top or you know near the top last season mm. to be to be twelfth and thirteenth. You know, only being propped up by Andy Brill. That that's quite bad, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, for Worm, it definitely is. I mean, uh, it was either last season or the season before. Worm was a possible title winner. Um, mm. You know, it was a season that Martinez was, um, uh, was it Martinez? Yeah, I think it was Martinez. It was mm. just scoring goals for fun. So for him to finish 12th, it, it, it's, uh, it's very disappointing. And even Rhino, you know, Rhino has sort of toyed around playoffs um, the last couple of seasons. Nowhere near the playoffs this time around. 25 points off. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's poor. It's really, really poor. And he's just... Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking here. His stats: he's lost, he's won six games and drawn yeah. two, and lost eighteen. Um, yes, very, very poor by his standards. River, I mean, again, aside from those two, you've got Harry there as well, um, also shipping goals. Um, again, also probably underperforming based on where you'd expect him to be. Um, yes and no. In previous years, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily save in this FIFA, but in previous FIFAs, yes, you would expect Harry to be around the playoffs. But Harry's been bumming around that sort of area of the table for the last two or three seasons, if I remember correctly, not really threatening the playoffs. I don't know if this FIFA hasn't suited him or if uh, his girlfriend won't allow him to play anymore. But uh, he's, um, I don't think, I say Rhino's a shock because he normally bottles the playoffs. So Rhino to be down where he is is a real shot. But Harry hasn't, I don't think, made the playoffs in the last two, three seasons. That's sort of where we've got used to seeing him. Mm. I mean, again, and, and just to touch on someone who we, I, I, I would think it's fair to say we all thought would do a lot better than he has done, um, which is Payne Wales, um, sitting in eighth position. Um, for me, it just seems like a leaky defence has cost him. You know, he's scored 100 goals over the division, which is only beaten by the top two. Um but you know he's conceded 96, which is um, you know only worse than um, sorry, it's only less worse if, if or better I should say than um, than four other players in the division. So 
again, I think in that situation, we've talked about it all the time about consistency. I think it's just that maybe the way the gameplay is, maybe maybe the, the I don't know the, the the team he's got in terms of defence, but I think there, River, it's it's, it's all about defence there, isn't it? Really, because he's got one half of the game right. Yeah, pain. <clears throat> when I played him in the competitions, we just had basketball matches. I think I beat him eight seven in a cup or something. Yeah, it's just it's crazy so I, I, I'm a bit like that as well obviously score a lot of goals concede a lot of goals but again yes is Payne a shock to have not made the playoffs most certainly I would have thought I would have had Payne certainly challenging for automatic promotion never mind failing to miss out on the playoffs or yeah, missing and... out on the playoffs I should say not failing to miss the playoffs <laughs> and, and and special mention um, for Gaz Ash just before we, we finish on uh, on the leagues um, again finished seventh just outside the playoffs um by well, by nine points, fair enough. But yeah. again, I think more, more, less, less a victim of his own um, performance than mm. actually the the better performance of the likes of Tuggy, Rye Jones, and Diadex, I believe. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I think Gaz is probably one of the most improved players um, over the course of mm. FIFA. Uh, you know, he, as you say, he's only just finished outside. Well, I say only just. He's nine points behind the playoff spot, but um, you know, seventh. Mid-table um, is a good position for him, um, and you know if he keeps improving, and maybe he'll take a you know a, a good liking to FIFA 22 early on. Um, who, who knows? Next season he might be pushing into a into a playoff spot. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, right, boys, we're going to we're going to move on uh, from the leagues again. Thank you everyone to who uh, participated in the leagues this season. I know there's a couple of things still to be wrapped up, um, but uh, but well played everybody for for getting involved and and like Ash said, on to on to FIFA 22. Um, <clears throat> we're just going to touch before we move on to uh, to our last segment on the the new format in terms of how the uh, the franchises are going to be allocated. You know when we're going to be starting some dates via calendar, things like that. Um, so Ash, I mean, so first things first, um, I'll, I'll come to you about the, uh, the the format of how the um, franchises are going to be allocated. Um, so it's going to be in a draft format, which which I think is quite nice actually. I mean, I, I personally am quite happy with that. Um, again, I don't know what you think. Are you are you happy with that overall, or would you have preferred to do the the traditional way of um, of, of you know choosing your own? What what would you say? Um, no, I'm always open for new ideas, and it could be quite exciting. Um, I mean, yes, you'll get you'll get the few that prefer the uh, the traditional method, but no, I, I'm looking forward to it, and um, it, it's going to be interesting. Mm. I think again, for anybody listening, if you've not seen the thread, it'll be on the first of October that things start to really kick off. Um, we should have a sneak peek of the teams before then, but on the first of October at uh, eight pm. There'll be a, a draw, a bingo draw from from Joe's uh, kitchen, no doubt, live on Twitch. Um, that will be giving the starting squads or franchises to the league members. Um, shortly after that, so 9:30, once teams have been allocated, let's let's have at it straight into an event where we can use the team and and crack on. Um, and and we've been promised it's a big one, so it's not to be missed. Um, for me, I, I'm I'm mega excited. I think this is a great change because for for a long time now, you know, we've been saying about um, the situation with um I, I guess not sort of not a lottery but sort of like if you can do really well and, and and sort of you know if you bid quite a high amount on on a certain team for example there was a starting squad i remember it quite quite clear because the one i wanted that had uh isaac um that bunty obviously has, has cherished in and it also had a couple <laughs> not cherished cheese 
<laughs> and it also had a um, a couple of other uh, players that were were quite good in there as well. Um, everybody was sort of vying for that. I think Aaron got it if I, if I remember rightly. Um, but you know, with this being completely random, it's something that I advocate a lot of uh, River, which is you know transfer market activity. And ultimately, let's say for example in my situation or um, in Storm situation, you know, just to pick two, if Storm gets a a team that's say got I don't know an Arsenal youngster in, he's going to want to sell him straight away. Same if I got someone who was Aston Villa or or someone like that, I'd be like right off he goes. Let's let's get him traded out. And, and conversely, I'll be looking to get any Coventry players, you know, low-rated Coventry players in. So I think the fact that it's, it's random draw for me is, is fantastic, and I, I can't wait for that. Um, but I guess before we move on to a second part, River, what, what's your thoughts um, on, on the franchise allocation element? Yeah, like it. Uh, I say basically what you two have said. I, I think it's a, it's a really good idea. Um, I didn't mind the bidding on the franchise you like last time because people go after players they want to play with, which is fair enough. But yeah, I quite like the idea of all the sides are going to be the same. You're going to get one at random. If you get one with five left backs in it and no strike or one strike or something, it's going to force you into the market to do that. I don't know how Joe's planning on doing it. But yeah, as you say, you could find a little gem in your side. Or you could, like I could say, like you said about uh, if you if Storm got an Arsenal player or West Ham player or something, I might go, oh, no, I think they look pretty good. I know Storm isn't going to want them. I can get I can get hold of him here and so on. So yeah, I I, I like the idea. It's mm-hmm. um it, it it's a good change in in my mind. This is your team. It's done at random. No one can accuse anyone of having better, worse sides or oh, you've participated in an event or you've posted on the site so you've got some scooter, you've got more money yep. than me. You've outbid me. You've got a better side. It's a random draw. There you go. Get on with it. And that's it. Exactly. I can't, couldn't agree more. Um, and before we move on to to, to the final segment, um, you uh, again sort of weren't so much an advocate of splitting the four divisions. Um, whereas again, I, I definitely was personally. I, I know. Uh, I know. I did. I know. Obviously, based on the vote, a lot of other people did as well. Um, I think it'd be quite good to, to change it up and see how it works. But conversely, you know, I know you've, you've had your thoughts where, where you don't think it'll be as good. Um, and I think that the, the good thing about, I guess, democracy in general on this is that if it doesn't work, we can just change it. You know, we can change it the next season or, or whatever. But um, for me, I think that uh, four divisions will be a good a good change up as well. And now now is the right time. Um, but again, I don't know. I don't know what you think on that. Or well, I think I do know what you think on that. But <laughs> is there anything you wanted to add um, to, um, to that to that debate about four season uh, well, four um, leagues? Sorry. Well, as you say, uh, there was a vote on it and people voted for it. So it's not what I personally would do. It's not what I personally think uh, will will wait for the best leagues. But people voted on it, so we do it. The reason I don't think it's going to four divisions in theory, marvelous. Wonderful. If we can do that, brilliant. Five, six, site continues to grow. New members, brilliant. I just don't think the numbers are there. I think, personally, a division, divisions with, say, nine players, four divisions of nine is just too small, in my opinion. I don't really want divisions of under 12, if you can help it. Um, obviously, if you only have 30 people in the leagues, you're not going to be able to necessarily do that. You'd have to have three or ten. But I, I think I would rather have had... Uh, saved it till you have more. I think the division numbers aren't quite going to be big enough to do it. And uh, you're right, if you're going to do it, probably a reset is a good time to do it. But I don't think if it doesn't work initially, it's going to be that easy to change it back. Because, again, 
it mucks around with promotion and relegation, doesn't it? Because if you suddenly go, oh, well, we're going to go back from four divisions to three, maybe promotion and relegation don't mean anything. So you're not playing for anything at the end of a season. So, look, it's been decided on. Um, we go with it. I'll quite happily go with it. I'm pretty certain I'll end up in division two, I would think, of the four. So we'll see who's in what division and take it from there and get on with it. And I hope it, I hope it works really well. But I think we certainly have to cut down the numbers uh, for promotion and relegation. I say uh, an advantage to it is seasons will be quicker. So we should rattle through more seasons, which is never a bad thing. But I just don't think the numbers are quite there for it personally. But it was voted for. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Mm. Fair enough. And um, just to, to find, uh, finish the podcast off, boys, we're uh, going to give out some podcast awards. So um, I sent a PM out to you guys, obviously asking you to do a bit of prep work for this. So um, hopefully you've, you've got your notes. Um, but uh, we'll kick off with, uh, I'll start with um, the award for sort of financial king. So who got the best out of a deal? Who was the most shrewd person in the transfer market? And surprisingly, it's not Rye Jones, spoiler alert right there. Um, but uh, I, I personally, boys, I've gone for Paul in in this situation. Um, he's he's not sort of done anybody over in terms of deals, but when you look at his transfer business, you know he's not been sporadic with his spending. He's gone right, Madison thirty million off Gaz straight away, Hakimi thirty three million off Rhino, and He Chan twenty million in the BFA. He Chan, thank you, and he's here for half a season. He's third top scorer in the in the Prem, so you know he's done really well there. So for me. Financial king, I, I would say Paul. So that'll be uh, a nice little trophy to go with his um, his league win, of course. Um, River, who did you put on that uh, that that trophy? Well, I say I found this, as I said to you in the PM, I found this very very difficult because, as we've said, all of us have said on the podcast previously that deals are what you make of them. What might be player might be worth five million to one player. It might be worth fifty to another. It's what everybody thinks a player is worth. Um, mm. So I found this really difficult. Person that I'm going to give it to is Jeff on the grounds that he has had his players that he really likes that he's held on to for Alfonso Davies for a long, long time. Yep. I eventually got him off him um, in a ridiculous deal. Had to overpay. Um, he ended up going back to Jeff because it just suited both of us. Um, but when he has got a player like that, he gets the absolute maximum out of someone he can get. I think there was a deal with Berger a couple of seasons ago, so I don't know the players that were involved in it. But again, he got a cracking deal of about three players for one of his. So I will go for him. But I think this is a incredibly hard award to give, very subjective. Ash, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is one that I struggle... There we go. Um, yeah, this is an award that I struggled with as well. Um, I'm going to go with what you said, Jam. Um, I'm Paul, and I'm going to mention his name uh, quite a bit over the next uh, next part of the segment. But um, <laughs> yeah, very astute in his business. It came into the Prem. Um, you know, it was last season, wasn't he? He was in the Prem last season, I think. Um, yeah, because he didn't come yes, up. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah but it yeah. Was, was nowhere near the No, no, no. The top but two. what he'd done that this season is, obviously, he's gone into the market, been very, very shrewd, brought in those players that have helped him and propelled him to the, to the title. So, um, yeah, for, for me, it's going to be Paul. Okay, uh, moving on. So, shock result of the season. Um, I've got sort of a few here. Um, again, I don't know what you guys think. I mean, Jack Z beat Berger 3-2 and 5-1. 
probably not that shocking, really, even though Jack's had a poor season. Um, I beat Leon. I was the only person to do it. Um, again, potentially there. Plunkett beat Jaxie 4-1. Um, and for me, the, the one I would go for on this, and again, I'm happy to be... Um, to be to be turned over obviously but um brill beat worm 6-3 and i know worm had a bad season but for andy brill to score six goals against someone and and win a game is is phenomenal so he would get my vote but again i'm happy to hear what you guys think so ash what's um, your shock result of the season well subjectively um overall paul winning the league um i think yep. that is that has got to be up there um with the biggest shock but yeah in terms of an individual result in terms of a match um Andy Brill, 6-3. Well done, Andy. Um, that, that, that's, that's, uh, that, that's quite an achievement. We've, we've got to give him some love, haven't we? Um, River, what do you think? Um, yeah, I've misinterpreted this thing because I thought you meant um, not an individual game, just like a shock of who's finished where for the season. So oh, okay. I, had to, I hadn't looked at individual results. So... Um, yeah, really, really beating Worm would, would, would be there. I'd go, let's make it a clean sweep because from the ones you've said, I think that is probably the biggest shock result. Yeah, fair enough. So congratulations, Andy Brill. You've won something other than the wooden spoon this season. Fair play. Um, right, so the next one is a sort of a two-parter, I guess, because it's biggest overachiever across the three divisions and biggest underachiever. Um, I'll, I'll save mine because I've got a couple. I want to I want to hear what you guys think. Um but uh, again, Ash, if you want to go first, who was your uh, your overachiever of the yeah. season? Um, well, he's got the treble from me um, in terms of awards. It's Paul. Um, and, you know, I know we keep talking about him, but the amount of people, and I'll have to go back through to the podcast prediction, uh, podcast predictions, the season predictions um, at the start of the season and see how many people had Paul maybe to go down uh, via a playoff or, you know, sort of be nowhere near the top. Um to win the title when you're not expected to, it is an overachievement, um, mm. and that that ultimately is the end answer. So for me, it has to be Paul. River, what do you think? Um, uh, can I give a, a couple of honourable mentions first? Yeah, of course. Uh, I've already mentioned Diadex in League One. Uh, honourable yeah. making the playoffs. I think that's a fantastic achievement because I played FIFA with Diadex for years and he's shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> making the playoffs in League One. I think he's, he's, he's done really well there. Um, I'd like to mention Satie as well. Everyone just said Satie is going to come straight back down from the championship. So I think him ending up in the relegation playoff rather than being all automatically relegated is probably an overachievement because I bet most people had him go straight back down. Yeah. Um, the winner, do you need me to tell you? <laughs> I think it's go pretty on. obvious, isn't it? Ash has just said it all. <laughs> it's Paul quite simply no one expected him to win the league it's Paul easily fair enough I think I would again you'd, you've got to agree and again I had the same honourable mentions actually um, I also had Bunsey in his honourable mention as well for finishing fourth um, so fair play to Bunsey um, so we'll go with Paul well done Paul another little trophy to put in the cabinet uh, biggest underachiever uh, River if you want to throw yours out there um, right okay um, I'm going to say to start with some honourable mentions, you and Storm, you both took uh, voluntary relegation and didn't win the league. That is an underachievement. If you're going to deliberately relegate yourself a division, you have to go and win that division. So you can both have an honourable mention for that. Oh, thanks. Um, 
<laughs> but overall, I think the winner's probably got to be Jaxie. He's just he's done so much worse than he's ever done before to finish where he did. Ash, what do you think? Um, yeah, Jaxie, hundred percent. Um, many, many people had him and Berger to be sort of in that top two, top three um, at the end of the season. And, uh, you know, in the past, we've seen them both run away with it. So for Jaxie to finish ninth, um, you know, and as far away as he has from the title, um, it is a big disappointment. So he'll be very disappointed by that. So, yeah, Jaxie for me. I mean, I, I had um, I had four, and I couldn't decide between my four. So Jaxie was in there. So obviously Jaxie will get the award. So maybe not what he wants, but there you go. Um, my my other three actually weren't obviously me and Storm, surprisingly enough. Um, my other three, which I think you guys have been done well not to mention, was Berger. And obviously you mentioned Berger briefly. But again, I think he's had a shocker of a season to not finish as high as he normally would do. Um, and then Rhino and Worm again. I think Rhino and Worm have done have done really quite poor this season, unfortunately. So, for me, they would definitely get honourable mentions. But I'm happy to give Jackson the award, no problem. Um, finally, the um, the player who sort of I guess the award for most troublesome player. So not as in um, uh, like the manager, like a Leon or an Aaron or, or whatever. Is the player that they play with. So like. Um, Callum Wilson or Mason Greenwood, something like that, that you struggle when you come up against. Um, for me, my, my honourable mention goes to uh, Muriel, who plays for Bry, and, and Diata, who plays for Sofa. But the winner for me, the, who I would suggest as a winner, would be Adama, obviously who plays for you, Phil. Um, just, you know, been a bit of a cheat code on this FIFA. So fair play. And I know you've obviously stuck with him from the, from as soon as you got him, really. Um what, what, what are your thoughts, Phil, in terms of... You, you can't really go for a diamond. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't really vote for Troy, or <laughs> can I? Yeah, I, this actually comes to what we were saying earlier about the startup squads and how mm. it's done, because I got him in my startup squad. When I saw he was in it, I wanted him, because, you know, I'm a pacer, and he just suits me down to the ground. Um, in terms of the answer to this question, um, Muriel, who you mentioned for Bry, is, um, is always a problem. Um the one I've gone for, because it sticks in mind in recent memory, and again, it's got to be someone I've played against, because I haven't played any friendlies um, in quite a long time, is um, a player you actually mentioned, Callum Wilson. Because I played Blakey before he uh, quit slash was removed slash whatever happened to him. Um, and he caused me all kinds of trouble there. And then he caused me all kinds of trouble when I played against him when Leon had him. That's probably due to the fact that Blakey was quite a good player and Leon is ridiculous. Um, so maybe if somebody uh, not so good had Callum Wilson, they wouldn't cause me so many problems. But he caused me absolute bloody nightmares in the games I played against him. Fair enough. Ash, what are your thoughts? Um, for me, first game of the season, uh, Erling Haaland. Um, for Berger, absolutely ripped me a new one. Four goals across the two games. Um, you know, I, I remember when Haaland was uh, 82, 83 rated uh, player last FIFA. Um, and then he had that big jump up to uh, 86, 87. Um, and I think he might even be a bit higher on the next FIFA as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, for me, no, no other player has torn me apart like, uh, like Haaland did. So, I mean, this is the one we've not been able to agree on. I mean, do we, by default, do we go for Callum Wilson because he's scored the most goals? Or do we go for Adama because he's been in it since the start? Um, I mean, Ash, I, I think I feel like I can maybe sway you a little bit more. I, I feel like Adama deserves the award personally. Um, 
you know, he's been in it yeah. since the start. Are you happy to go for that? Uh, I'm happy to go with that. There you go then, Phil. You've, uh, if you don't beat me in the playoffs, you've at least got a trophy there. So well done. Bye. Um, <laughs> uh, boys, that, right, that brings to the end the uh, the podcast for uh, for this this season. Um, so obviously we'll see you next season. Um, again, Phil, thank you so much for coming on um, and, and thanks for stepping up as usual. Hopefully we don't have to see as much of you next season in the nicest possible way. Um, but it would be quite nice to get you on again on the regular if possible. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for coming on, mate. Yeah, no worries. Uh, always happy to fill in. You, you know that. If um, if you need someone, I'm always happy to do it. Um, yeah, always good fun. And thanks for having me on again. No problem at all. And Ash, obviously, thank you for pushing the buttons as always, mate. Thanks for organising it. And um, and again, I'll, I'll I'll see you next season in the championship, hopefully. Yep, that's it. So uh, podcast um, Premiership guys, we're going to be needing someone on every week um, because there's going to be no Premiership uh, <laughs> no Premiership representation next season. Well, possibly. Um, you know, obviously, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But um, yeah, no, as always, it's um, it's been really, really good fun. And uh, if you've not been on before, then please do, you know, get 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 involved. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thank you very much, everybody, uh, and take care. Have a good night.